Welcome back to Dame el Chisme with Tu Gordita Favorita, giving you all the cheese in the CV according to me. And I'm here with my new friend, Aurora, who I met at one of the amazing Emerge Mixers. We met at the Drift Hotel one a few months ago over the summer. And I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your background and how we are here today. Um, well, we met at the the mixer, and it also turns out that we're neighbors, so that made it really Help. easy to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally come from the East Coast. I'm from Boston originally, and then I spent 23 years in New York City. But my mother is from California, so I, I spent my early years coming to Palm Springs mm-hmm. for the holidays Fun. and visiting my grandparents. Okay. Um, when I decided to leave New York City. I picked Palm Springs because I really wanted to change, but I wanted some things to stay the same, mm-hmm. uh, which are, you know, access to wonderful restaurants and 24-hour services, Yes, which is great. So I moved here three and a half years ago, right before COVID, which was amazing because I was in New York City before that. I love waking up and looking at the mountains and the sunshine. Yes. And I love being able to go out and meet people. And it's it's both a big city and a small town. So it's great. It is. I love that you described it like that because I, I grew up here. I'm a desert rat. And it has kind of become like that place, like you just described it, you know, like I could walk to 7-Eleven, it's 24 hours, there is so much creativity brewing, and it might have taken a long time, and people my age were like, well, yeah, back then when I was, you know, a teenager, there was nothing to do, felt like that, but there really is a lot, there's so much culture here um, on both ends of the valleys, and in the middle, and everywhere in between, so I'm glad you're here, Aurora of the Desert. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I put a little, um, that little emoji with the mountains and the desert thing um, with your name in my Perfect. phone, just so you know. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yes. So um, I love that you watch The Golden Bachelor. I love it. And when we were uh, going back and forth on Instagram, you finally were like, why don't we just sit down and talk about it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, why don't we, right? So we are going to discuss the most recent episode, yes. which was the fourth episode? Yes. Yes. The fourth episode of The Golden Bachelor. I went to school for documentary film production. Okay. Um, and I was I, I graduated when I was 30. So I started as a production assistant in reality TV and worked my up to my way up to a field producer. Never a dating show. <laughs> um, to be clear, never rock of love uh, or no, flavor. No, 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 always like really like pretty squeaky clean stuff. Okay. Um, in the in the real estate realm, uh, and I would go out and help uh, the people on camera. Um, and kind of just help them through the process while also uh, working with the crew and letting them know what's going on creatively. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. I did it for about um, 11 years solid as a freelancer traveling to different locations. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting. I got to see a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, I got a little bit burnt out. Mm -hmm. And then COVID came along. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to keep it a little close to home since then. But I still love watching reality TV. Yes. And I particularly love dating shows because um, there's this certain uh, transparency that we get that we really don't get in real life, Mm -hmm. um, which is something happens, a scene happens, we see the scene, and then we see each person's perspective of that scene Mm -hmm. and how one 
situation can be taken in various different ways. So many ways, yes. Um, and so I really think it's a study of um, human behavior and psychology. Absolutely. Yes. And that's, that's why we were like, okay, let's discuss because now question, have you watched the regular bachelor and bachelorette? I have, okay. I've been, uh, I've been consuming bachelor and <laughs> yeah. bachelorette probably for about maybe five years. Okay. Um, I think Becca's season was my first season. I don't know if you remember her. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So I think with I started, Ari. yes, I think I started either Ari or the, I think I started with Ari and I got hooked. So, yeah. So that was where I started. I he started, did her dirty. And that was the first, I mean, I remember, don't get me wrong. I remember back in, you know, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, mm -hmm. whenever it was, I remember watching parts of the first season. Trista. I was not um, hooked in. It wasn't the right time for me. I didn't. Right. I didn't have an interest in it. But when I saw somehow a clip of and then tuned into the the episode of Becca and Ari, or Ari breaking up with Becca, I was like, "This is interesting." Yes. The Golden Bachelor is so exciting because as I get older, I'm 42 now, um, and I watch these, you know, 20 somethings trying to get together and find the love of their life more and more. Um, I think that it just, it gets a little boring when you see people of the same age doing the same thing who look the same, the representation is really lacking. Right. Um, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, one of them being that, you know, maybe we could see people at different points in their life. Exa phases of their, exactly. And I love that you say that. And that's what, that's what interested me about the bachelor because as I'm watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette now, and I'm 39, there aren't many 39-year-olds on, you know, the regular seasons of The Bachelor mm -hmm. or Bachelor in Paradise. And then, like, you know, if you're in your, if you're 33, you're considered elder in Bachelor season. There was Claire's season. There was they Claire's tried season. To yeah, do, they did. And then she, you know, that thing happened with yeah, Dale. And yeah. it really threw the whole experiment off. Yes. It kind of gave a bad name to. I think so, too. The, the idea of a more mature woman being, like, obviously better at this but i think that you know we don't that was a fish out of water story exactly we need like a change the water in the pool story exactly. and that's what we're getting here yes and that's what i loved so episode four it just aired on thursday it airs thursdays mm -hmm. just so you know um but we you watched it how many times I watched it twice. The first time I only watched it. The second time I took notes. Okay. So I only, I watched it one and a half times. Um, and I watched it and I know we were discussing how, um, I was interested in how you, what notes you took and that kind of thing. So let's compare, let's mm -hmm. discuss, um, how should we start? Uh, why don't we, how should we start? Well, the way that I uh, the the way that I took notes was just scene by scene. So okay. every time there was a new setting mm -hmm. or location mm -hmm. um, or a different group of people, that's when I like changed my notes and okay. made a line. Um, so the first thing with me it was the cold open. This is something new yeah. to this season. Mm -hmm. Um, do you know what a cold open is? Well, they don't give, they just take you to the scene, right? Exactly. And I was like, what's, wait, did I miss something? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And that's sort of, it, it's like a hook. It mm -hmm. hooks you in because mm -hmm. now all you want to do is find out like, what was that about? Yes. Right. With Ellen. That's new to this season. 
They've never done that in The Bachelor okay. before. Mm -hmm. um, that's like a new editing twist. And so it's kind of nice that they're like adding new, <laughs> new technical stuff to the mix. <laughs> um, the next scene after that was, so we have like the, the credits or whatever. The, yes. Uh -huh. After that, we had Teresa and Faith. Yes. What did you think about that? Um, Teresa and Faith or Teresa and Kath, uh, Kathy? First it was Teresa and Faith. And oh, it, when she was exercising. Yes. And Teresa's sitting there saying like, this is what I do to work out my arms. And yes. then I do this. Yes. And then I do this. And I thought it was cute. I thought it was endearing. I thought that if viewed by somebody who didn't like her, they would be like, that's so annoying. Okay. So I was also seeing it through Kathy's eyes. So I was totally Kathy. I was so Kathleen in that moment. I was like, Teresa's so annoying. Poor Faith. Aww. You know? And I was like, Faith, it just looks so annoyed by her and but and that's where I stopped myself like I was like oh my god Teresa look I wrote seems immature and I was like stop stop okay you are still hot off of last episode mm -hmm. where Kathy and her you know had their thing and I was kind of team Kathy because you and I had discussed the way that Kathy approached um Teresa in telling her how she felt mm -hmm. was great. It was a way to communicate, right? I, I mean, yes, yes. I thought that up until the point of last week, although I felt, well, I don't want to get too much into last week's okay. episode, but I do think that in retrospect, the, the way that Kathy talked about someone in the house ganging up on her to... To Gary? To Gary yeah. was like a little heavy handed. Yeah, it's like no one was ganging up on you. You know what I mean? Right. Like they were mean to me, boohoo. Like that was Kathy putting on some shit. Yes. Because when you see Kathy in real life, in the interviews and interacting with the women, she's doing with Gary what she was saying they all do, which exactly. is act different. Mm -hmm. Like that was, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not team Kathy. I think Kathy is more astute of mm -hmm. the two of them. Mm -hmm. But I think that Kathy's astuteness makes her a little bit condescending. Yes. And I realized that after when I started writing my note and I was like, Teresa seems immature. I'm like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. You were thinking mm -hmm. out of I was. viewing it through Kathy's eyes. I was. And I was like, no, you need to stop. And then I did see Teresa as endearing. And I was like, she's so cute. Look at her. She's so fit and active. Like, I started seeing it just like normal. She's clueless. <laughs> she like, is. She's undoubtedly clueless. Yeah. But she is 100% not mean. It's no. so obvious that yeah. she has no ill intention. Right. And, you know, I, I and, and also Faith, mm -hmm. I didn't think Faith seemed annoyed. I thought really? Faith was like, oh, oh she didn't <laughs> seem excited, <laughs> but she was just like, okay. Yeah. Like I, Faith is kind of unknown to mm -hmm. me at this point. Like she I is. feel like she's been like, this is who I am. This is who I am. A lot of telling us, but I'm not sure I've seen who she is yet. Right. She's not really showing us. I don't think, um, she's the one that came in in the motorcycle. Remember? Yes. Which yeah. was such a strong entrance. And she got but, first impression Rose. Yes. But then she became sort of mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm so insecure. So I'm like, who are you? Who really? are you? Exactly. Are you this tough biker chick? Mm -hmm. Or are you soft and insecure? Or are you both? I mean, not to say that those have to be different things. Right. But I want to know more. I anyway. do too. I want to know more. And then she recounts last week with Kathy. Yes. She goes over how she felt really bad that she made Kathy feel like that. And she ends with saying, I think I have a great relationship with yeah. Kathy. And I was like, oh, so I, I felt bad for her because she is clueless. Yes. And, 
but she's not clueless enough to not keep checking about it, which we'll right, see later. Right, right. And then that's when I think Trista comes in, right? Exactly, yes. Yes. And for those of you, Trista was the first bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And um, she got married at the Ritz Hotel here in Rancho Mirage, by the way. I did not know They that. got married there. And they, they like filmed it and stuff. It was a big Do old they, thing. I wonder if they still come down here for vacations. I'm sure, girl. Little getaways. Yes, I'm sure. Well, um, anyway, so Trista comes in and she visits the girls and she tells them um, that they're going on the group date. Some of them know who Trista is. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellen is a big fan, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, you're my queen. Um, and Teresa immediately pipes up about like... Tristan basically throws out a general question to say, how's it been going? And Teresa pipes up and is like, well, I had the first one-on-one. And then you get a shot immediately of Kathy, like rolling her eyes, being annoyed. Mm -hmm. Now, I just want to jump in here, like with a little bit of a producer perspective. Uh, Yes, tell me, please. These conversations don't just happen naturally. They don't throw people in there and say like, okay, uh, Trista, you're in charge, like get it going. They'll say, Trista, this is like generally what you're going to be asking them about. Um, And they do want to hear the questions come out of Trista's mouth, but those questions are fed to them by producers, right? Okay. So Trista's not acting alone. And similarly, sometimes the, the producer might interject and say, Teresa, tell Trista about your date with Gary, but in the cut, that gets cut out. Mm-hmm. So I just want to give Teresa a little bit of benefit of the doubt here mm-hmm. in case there was a, a different sequence to that conversation right. because right. it did sound like she brought it up unprompted. Um, but I think there's a possibility that there was another question asked by producers or by Trista and they put those two things together because of this established conflict between her and Kathy. Exactly. And they want to keep it brewing or whatever. They want to yeah, see what, just, what's happening. Just keep providing evidence yes. for this storyline that they're laying down. Yes. Yes. For the storyline. And yeah, um, Kathy gets annoyed, uh, rolls her eyes, that kind of thing. And Teresa's being all cute. And I, everyone was actually listening and they were being nice. Everyone else is honestly does not seem annoyed right? at yeah. all okay. of Teresa, which is another reason that mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, is this a Teresa thing or is this a Kathy, a Kathy thing? thing? Exactly. Because Kathy's the only one who's having a strong reaction. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so then they... and that's the part also where, yes. Ka- where Kathy says she can't find the off button. Yeah. Um, which again, like she just keeps on throwing out this kind of like nasty language mm-hmm. and attitude. That's just like, you could also stop talking, Kathy. <laughs> Nobody is forcing you to talk shit about Teresa and you're just making yourself look bad to me. And you're making yourself look jealous. Yeah. It doesn't seem jealous to me because like, it just seems mean girl at this point. Like I don't even think it's about Gary. I think she just has decided that she doesn't like her and she's annoyed by her. Yeah. I don't even think she likes Gary all that much, to be honest. To be honest. And they don't, you know, I don't know. I just, their relationship so far is surface levels. So that's when we find out who gets the one-on-one and the one-on-ones are super important because obviously you spend time with Gary one-on-one, you get to know him, he gets to know you. It's so important and um, you, there's also roses available on the one-on-one yes, date. Yes. So a one-on-one can lock you in for the week mm-hmm. and then you can breathe and not worry about the rose ceremony. Okay, so then we find out that it's um, Leslie who gets the one-on-one. 
Mm -hmm. um everyone obviously is upset but they the group date is fun because it's pickleball yes um so then they go to play yes pickleball pickleball what did you think about that i I loved april by the way they're all hilarious (laughs) they are so energetic i loved it they all had so much fun i thought it was great representation i'm so happy to see these women like living their lives, running around on their feet. Can I just say that I'm jealous of Susan's tits? Um, All of theirs, the one that looks like Kris Jenner. Kris Jenner. Uh, Yeah. So they all have amazing body. Well, they all look amazing, okay? And I'm not trying to to talk about their body specifically. But, okay, they are representing a group, an age group, Mm -hmm. that – you think six women in their 60s or 70s you don't are, think of as sexy you don't think of as sexy and mm-hmm. these bitches are sexy <laughs> yeah and it's it's beautiful it, it is. really is it makes me like think okay awesome i can still wear a freaking crop top in my 60s i'm still gonna look amazing you know like mm-hmm. i love it and and that's what i love and my mom is in her 60s um she's gonna hate that i said that but early 60s and i wish she would watch this so she could see that she doesn't have to um dress so I don't know. She she says that she um, was kind of raised by her mother-in-law because she got married young. And it was a very uh, – what is the word I'm trying to use? But Modest. Modest, yes. And yes, my mom dresses like – and I wish, I wish she would wear cute little pants and stuff and, you know, all that kind of thing because my mom is still – very youthful looking. Mm-hmm. These women look so good. And you should show it to her. Yes, I'm definitely going to. But I love the representation. I love how active they were. I love their little tournament that they did. And um, what I loved too is that uh, the girl who, um, Ellen, who is the pickleball mm-hmm. coach, she did so well. She was so cute. She's like, I got this. And she did. She won. And I was worried about that though. I was too. As she was talking it up so much, I was like, "Oh my god, are they setting us up for a fall?" No, I know. Me too. I was like, "They better let the bitch win, <laughs> like, because she better win this." It's all her, and I loved it. Every and everybody looked so genuinely happy for everybody. They mm-hmm. all had fun. But um, what else did you think about that? Um, the pickleball was really cute. The whole April like faking an injury was hilarious. hilarious. Like she's an actor. I love her. I love she her. She should be some kind of celebrity, right? Like, if she isn't already, like she, I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's a personality. Yes. Um, oh, oh, Joey. Yes, Joey came. What oh do my you God. think about Joey? Um, I think he's so adorable. I think like he's bachelor really cute. adorable. I think he's again like he's too young. I know <laughs> what like, is he doesn't, that? He doesn't feel and like no shade like no men that age feel like men to me, and <laughs> he has such a baby he face does. and like little curly hair. He looks like a little like a little Puppy. cupid cherub, you mm-hmm. know, like a little carved. Roman yes, statue, yes, he um, and he's adorable. He's so adorable. He seems really nice and innocent. He got a great edit because he was going to be The Bachelor, yes. so who knows? Who yes, knows who knows? In real life. But Joey came, and Sandra. Sandra, <laughs> I love Sandra. Sandra is really showing so much of her personality. Yes. Um, and on this one, they just very casually threw out that Sandra was missing her daughter's wedding. What was that? Um, I mean, obviously her and her daughter had a conversation right. and it was fine, but I think Gary was really worried he about was, it. He was, huh? And 
the first time I didn't really clock it so much. The second time I watched it, it felt a little like, ooh, you're not in my top three. Maybe you shouldn't have done that, you know? Yeah, like you really should not have missed that for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, but then he gave, uh, did he give her the rose? He did. He did. I don't know. Gary and his rose giving te uh, tendencies seem to be like a, a little pitiful. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. he gives away roses or you know when like something has happened and someone's yeah. been hurt and he wants to like make it up to them with a rose yeah. so last week it was Kathy was like you know a victim of bullying yes. in the house which is absurd yeah I was surprised he gave her the rose and this week um Sandra missed her daughter's wedding and like I'm sure he felt like that was a sacrifice so he gave her the rose so yeah. um you know, I'm not sure I trust his roses for the long haul either. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I do love um, Sandra. I love how she dove into the crowd. Did you see that? No. Wait, what? what? I didn't see that part. How did I oh, miss that? Girl, how did you miss it? I know. Okay, so there's this one. Um, I think it's when they're doing the tournament. It's the two-on-two. -two. Sandra hits. She goes to hit the ball, but mm -hmm. she dives into the crowd mm -hmm. she doesn't fall but she, she hits it though she hits it and she makes it, it was an amazing shot yeah so you got to watch that I again i did see that i didn't realize <laughs> she jumped into the crowd she jumped though. Into i just the remember crowd. her getting it and yes. everybody cheering but yeah she did great she's hilarious like her whole i'm not a comedian she is a comedian mm -hmm. they're so these women have so much inside of them and like they're so unexpected. It's they so ex exciting. You know, um, I know we're talking about episode four, but I loved the talent show. Mm -hmm. um, I really did like it. And I kind of want to rewatch that show again. Yeah, but I agree with you on Gary as well as kind of being like, you didn't need to miss the wedding. <laughs> I felt like he was kind of upset. He felt like it was important. Yes. And yeah. you, did you see the expression on his face? Yeah. Like, you really should have told me this. Yeah. And yeah. 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 <laughs> he felt like he, I think that he felt like it was something he should have known, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And not like a lie, but like an important omission. Yes, exactly. Of just like getting to know you and what's going on with you. Right. I mean, yeah, I would have, I would have definitely told him right away, night one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would have used it as a way to stay. Well, Exactly. On the other hand, you kind of want to be on an even yeah. heel and you don't really want to be like trying to get pity exactly. or, or you don't want to say, hey, there's this big thing and then him cut you too soon before yeah. he gets to know you. And even if he wants to, it's a tricky it's, situation. It is tricky. It is tricky because it sounded like the women knew, but Gary didn't. Oh, At least, that makes sense. Because the, the, when he gave Sandra the Rose, mm -hmm. he was like, someone's missing a very special day. And the, all the women were like, oh, yeah. Like, they sounded like they really knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. But his look was not the same. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would make sense. They do spend time together in the thing. Yes. Um, okay. So, something very important that happened while Pickleball was the after party, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's where we see Teresa attempting to speak with Kathy to be friends again or like at least be on her good side because Teresa does feel bad for making Kathy feel bad. Yeah. So what did you, the way I saw it was Teresa is clueless. She's just trying to be nice. Um, and she might think Kathy's cool and wants to be on her good side. So that's why she's like, let's go talk. That's how I saw it. Like just a girl who just wants to be friends. She doesn't want anyone to be mean to her. 
because I could relate to that. Um, <laughs> I think that's a hundred percent true. Um, it's just a tough situation because Kathy is expressive, you know, mm -hmm. and she will, she's, she she has the ability to either give you a lot of warmth or be really cold yeah yeah and in close quarters like i would also be not able to stand those negative vibes yeah. like i would be teresa um and i think that i think that kathy's acting very juvenile unfortunately yes she's trying to come off like she's so mature and like you don't do that you gotta keep you don't kiss and tell and blah 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 and like she's not giving teresa not, any grace yeah how do you feel about the exchange though between them because i feel like it did get heated it did get heated yeah yeah because this is where uh this is where kathy brings up the previous episode's yes. rose ceremony mm -hmm. And she reiterates the things that she doesn't want to hear. Mm -hmm. And she refers back to Teresa at the rose ceremony, talking about Gary coming up to her room and comforting her. Mm -hmm. And Teresa explains again, like, I meant no harm. I meant no harm. Again, she's clueless. Kathy could just accept that. But Kathy is insistent on changing Teresa's behavior right which um is a difficult thing to do and unless mm -hmm. somebody is abusing you is not usually necessary right yeah so i i i think that kathy gets frustrated because of her intent to change teresa's mindset and behavior and she starts badgering her and she says hear me mm -hmm. and then she says zip it mm -hmm. <laughs> Yes. The infamous zip it. The that, infamous zip it. That Teresa doesn't say when she recounts to Gary, she says, snip it. Snip, snip it. it. But then Gary somehow gets it when he yes. goes back to Kathy and he says, I heard you said zip it. Mm -hmm. That happens where Teresa and Kathy talk. It ends with the zip it. Yes. Then we get to uh after party yeah. after the game they okay. all look real cute by so the then way. we see so then we see a little montage right mm -hmm. and it's gary talking to all the different women yes and then it settles on him and Teresa. yes and what happens next so he i believe he starts asking her like how have you been you know that kind of thing and you know remember they had a really good date um they're one-on-one -on -one. and she i believe she thanked she thanked him for coming to her room. So yes. the coming to the room comes up again, and so Gary's like, "Oh yeah, so checking in now." Yes, checking in. What's now. the update? And you know, fresh in her mind is this conversation she just had with Kathy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and she says that she thought she was really close friends with Kathy, right? And then she tells Gary that Kathy said, "Snip it, snip it." And it's always funny when people imitate each other because it's always for dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. And it always comes off as like kind of mean. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so she says, and it's always a little over the top. Right? Always. It's, it's always embellished. a little out of context. <laughs> yeah. So Gary is shocked. Yes. You could see it in his face. He did not like that at all. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like 
Like even more so than I would have expected, honestly. Right. No, me too. Very sensitive. He is. He is very sensitive. Um, And I appreciate that because Mm -hmm. it's clear that him and Kathy would not be a match based on his reaction to that language, which very easily came out of her mouth. Right. Right. What is her explanation, really? I didn't really hear one. I don't think. I mean, she said, "Yeah, I did. I said snip it, but or mean zip it." Because it was zip it. It was, it was it, not, not snip. snip it. I was like snip it. I, mean, I guess it still. Works, I guess but it's but, funny. But what does she tell Gary? Well, she gets defensive. She yes. tries to explain like the larger conversation mm-hmm. and the larger context, mm-hmm. and the whole sort of again. She's like trying to lay down the evidence for him of why she, you know, has a right to speak to Teresa this way. Essentially, yeah. yeah. And. In her laying that out to him, again, it sounds so juvenile. Yes. Yeah. He clearly thinks it's too harsh. Um, And what I wrote down was, Kathy sounds so petty. And then she goes, I'm not a villain. Right. I'm like, girl. Yeah. At that moment, she knew that it was Mm -hmm. slipping. It was, you know, she was, that was a desperate attempt to grab it back. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'm not a villain. Well, nobody said you are, but now that you brought it up. You're definitely giving those vibes. You know, like, <laughs> it just, it wasn't a good look for Kathy. That whole conversation it was wasn't. not good. Yeah. No, and I knew. I was like, okay, yeah. And she even said it. She's like, now I'm going home because of Teresa. <laughs> Which, like, oh, Kathy. You know, it's because of you, girl. Kathy. Like, I, I was rooting for you. I think you have some great qualities, but. I don't think that you acted appropriately in no. this situation. I think you could have, you know, zipped it. She really could have zipped, zipped it. She could have zipped it, exactly. And had this conversation internally and made a decision about who she wants to be externally. Mm-hmm. But she, like, really broke the dam. Yeah. And just let it all out. Yeah. Um, and you can see it when she goes back to the group. Um, mm-hmm. She's obviously dejected. But then when they say, how did it go? And she says, oh, it went great. Yeah, I was like, like this fake bitch. But she's, but she's, I guess she's taking her own advice. Right. Where she's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about it. Blab about it. Exactly. Yes. Which I did. I was like, okay, Kathy, like, you're good. You know, you did the right thing not to say anything because I really expected her to go off. To confront. I know. when Because yes. Teresa got up and moved to uh-huh. the other couch when she got there. And yes. I was like, oh my God, is she going to confront her? I was happy that she didn't say anything I'm glad either. she didn't either. Um, Had this been like another Bachelor, it, w- yes. it would have gone down. <laughs> yeah. Unless the, unless the person was like very mature. So like I do feel like that part was a mature action. It was. Exactly. Exactly. So then, okay. So they have their little after party. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where Gary gives Sandra the rose. Yes. And like I said, this felt like Kathy's rose last a week, rose. a little bit of a hardship rose. Yes. So, okay. After the party, they, sh- I think the next scene is, is his date with Leslie? Yes. And what she do- looks so cute. She, that woman is 64. She looks so cute. She is so cute. Okay. So this, at, at the beginning of it, I was still like, whatever about mm-hmm. Leslie. But as it went on, I really. I liked her more and more. I got into her. Like, yes, I did too. Um, so what happens is they drop her off. <laughs> She's all like, what's going on? <laughs> Which again, this is like, this is one where I was like, what was that for? Like, cause they could have cut it where they drop her off and then she sees Gary and he's riding up, yeah. but they, they put this part in where she's like, and what do I do now? 
which could have either been stretched out to like give us a little payoff, but it was a weird shot. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I hear something. He rides up on the ATV and then somehow suddenly they're in two separate ATVs. Yes. And there's like all this like music that's like something bad is about to happen. Yes. Um, and he's in front, she's behind, and he's going really fast. Yes. And she's having trouble keeping up with him, thinking she's going to dip in some... Well, I thought with the music that they were playing, I thought one of them was going to get hurt. Yes. I thought she was going to flip. They're building tension yes. with that music. Ugh. They're trying to build that tension, which, like, you know, it's not bad. It's just, it's funny when suddenly the music changes and yeah. nothing else changes. Right. And you realize how much of an impact the music has. Like, yes. the shots themselves, if you take out the voiceover and you take out the music, there's nothing about those shots right. that tell that story. Exactly. But you add those things on top, and that's, like, how you can build a narrative in the editing room. Yes, and if you notice, so at the beginning of their ride, she's behind him, and she's like, he's going really fast, and I'm kind of scared, and blah, blah, blah. And then he pulls up behind her, or she lets him go, um, he lets her go in front of him, and then she's like, I started feeling safe. Mm -hmm. And they totally, like, they did set that up, right, so that, like, Gary could be her protector riding behind her, and then eventually they get on one. Well, wait, before that, what? they're on the two, yes. and he's behind her, right? Uh -huh. Yes. Um, and there's tense music. Yes. And then the music changes. She goes ahead, and he can see her. And then we get the line from her, which, again, this is an after the fact. <laughs> yes. in, in an interview, a producer could be there being like, how did it feel? And she's like, oh, I felt so much more safe. And then the producer might be. Did it feel like he had your back? Yeah. And then she goes, yeah. And then, can you say that back to me then? And then the then Leslie could say, it really felt like he had my back. <laughs> and then what a, what a lineup. What a lineup. Um, what a lineup of a line and a visual yes. where he is now literally behind her. Back. I, yes. thought that was a, I thought that was a really good um, sound and visual match yes, there. It was. They did well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get them both on one. And yes. at that point, I wonder why they didn't start on one mm -hmm. unless they wanted to build some tension by putting her in a position that made her feel unsafe. Yes. Which worries me a little bit. Right. But like, I guess it's kind of low stakes. But like, what if something had happened? What? Exactly. Like, what if she was like, oh, you know, I don't really feel comfortable. And they're like, no, don't worry. Just we'll do go it. slow. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, finally she's like, okay, is that good? Is that enough? And then they get on one together. Yes, I think I think I don't know. Same thing. I don't want to think that they're being devious. Like I'm sure she was game for it. She's a game girl. Um, but she really did look scared on the bike for the short time that they like had footage of her. Like she, whether she was acting or not, I don't know. Maybe the music made me look at her. Or maybe more that's in just her concentrating phase. <laughs> you know, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. She told us in the aftermath that she was scared. Yeah. But if she was scared, I wonder if she told them beforehand yeah, that's that she true. was scared. Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. it's just a little. Um, so they, they're they on their own. Yes. And then we cut. Yes. To the women at home. Yes. Playing Never Have I Ever, which oh. was like such a good scene. I love April and Susan, by the way. They're my favorite. They should. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I heard this on a, a, another podcast last week talking about them mm -hmm. and like even more so. 
Like, these women should have a spinoff. They have to. Like, all of these women in the house all can all be in. Like, I don't I don't really want to lose any of them. Any I think Kathy them. should be there. She was, like, interesting. Yes. I think she could grow. Yes, she could. It would be fun. I don't I, know what the what the concept is, but it could be fun. I love, I loved their, their game. I loved their faces. I love how they were just, like, and, again, it was that representation, how, like, it doesn't matter what age you're at, you can still be getting down oh my in a God. car, you know? Like, the questions they asked. So, yes. first, it well, went, um, I've never kissed someone's husband. Mm-hmm. April has. April so has. She uh-huh. We had, I've never had sex in the worst workplace. This one was amazing. Sandra. Sandra. Ate her ice cream. And then in her interview, she was like, when me and my husband, we did it everywhere. Everywhere. And I do it again. <laughs> yes. I love that. Uh, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. And that's when we heard she's lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. I loved that game. Um, I wish. Oh, it- wait. And what? a woman sexually. Susan. Susan. Susan's been with other women. Yeah. I wish that she was they all- were like more. I don't know. I wish that. I, I wish this segment just had more. That's expansion. what I was going to say. I wish it would have been a lot longer and we could have heard all the questions that they had. Or even just like more like, tell me about it for yeah, each one. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe they were a little shy, but it was really, it was, it was great. It was. And I, I loved that. Um. Back to the one-on-one date, though. Yeah. Did you peep Gary's lion head tattoo on his arm? <laughs> yeah. It was, like, a little faded and on the opposite Huge, side. Yeah. Right? I like, was like, what? Didn't, which, I mean, that make, that that wasn't super <laughs> surprising to me because... It threw me off for a second. I was like, okay, Gary. Well, let's think about it. He's how old? 72? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, let's say he was born in the 50s. He was... Uh, teenager in the 60s and then he was in his early 20s in the 70s 70s. like the 60s and 70s were wild times plus like did he go to the military that's another big reason that like men of that age group have tattoos so it didn't really shock me personally no i i i love my dad has a bunch of tattoos my mom has a tattoo on her rib cage Oh, awesome. It was her divorce tattoo. (laughs) No, I loved loved it. I thought it made him actually kind of hot. You know, I was like, all right, Gary. Like, I love, like, right. (laughs) So in the beginning of the scene, they're sitting on the bench, Mm -hmm. and she says that her feelings have grown so much in the last few hours. And in my head, I'm like, while you were riding on ATVs, not talking to each other. Right. So maybe it's, I mean, I wonder if it's filmed out of order, but like that seemed a little, I was really curious about what that meant. Me too. Cause I was like, what have they done except ride? Right. Yeah. And then Leslie's talking about how she has a bad picker. She's di- yeah. been divorced two times. Mm-hmm. Single mom. Um, hasn't been with anyone for the last two years. She said, or dated like seriously. She says, I've been single for 22 years. And he's like, wow. And she says, I mean, I've had relationships. So it's like before you get married, there's like single, dating, talking, mm-hmm. in a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, right. whatever. But like once you've been married a couple times, like single just means unmarried. Right. It doesn't mean I'm not having a little boyfriend here or there. Right. Gary seems really touched by her vulnerability mm-hmm. in this moment, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing because I think that in a different circumstance a woman talking about how she's like been really unlucky in love yeah that a man could be um judgmental of that absolutely yeah uh, and it it was really nice of him to be like i love the way you look at me and just turn it back to where they were and right. in that moment i i looked at her and looking at him 
And I don't know. I like believed it. Did like, you? I really felt the feelings. That they really were there. And I don't know. I mean, he seems to be able to have these like emotional feelings about With a multiple, few different women. Yes. But on her end, uh -huh. like I really, really felt her genuineness. Yeah. Um, and, and that was the part where I was just like, oh yeah, I really like it. And I wrote, I see it in her face. I get it. Um, then they go to the hot tub. Yeah. That's where we see that's the tattoo. That's where we see the tattoo. And I, I love that they ended it with the hot tub. What did you think <laughs> about their sexy makeout session in the beautiful light? I thought it was hot. I, I was, thought it was super hot. Again, I was like, this is, it's, it's so beneficial to yes. Everybody mm -hmm. in the world, in to the be world, seeing these images in a way that's not making fun of them, mm -hmm. not dramatizing them for mm -hmm. like a storyline. This is real life, mm -hmm. and these people still have sexuality and they still yes. have desire, um, and they still have everything that we have everything, including a sex drive. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was beautiful. I thought it, I, I mean, did too. I really appreciated, I really appreciate this season. Just for setting it up in a way that is the same as they would for another Bachelor yes. or Bachelorette. And, you know, as long as the contestants are comfortable with it, like giving them the same um, ownership of their own sexuality. Yes. I think it's really good. I think so, too. And I really like that they had that. Because I... I, I love the hot tub scenes in all the bachelorettes because, you know, they're they're fun and then they're sexy and, you know, you see the love and the connections. And I was really happy that they did that, the way they edited it, mm -hmm. the sun, how just everything. Yeah. Great memory that they're going to have. <laughs> and I mean, when I think about it with the regular ones, like, yeah, sometimes it's like we're having a real connection, but sometimes it becomes like only sexual. Only like this, sexual. This was such a great balance. Like, yes. I just really felt their connection. Mm -hmm. I felt that like... Like this date was really uh, progressed their relationship. I think so too, and you could see it in their faces. You could really see it in their faces. Um, so let's see. After that, do they go into the rose ceremonies? Um, we have the pre-party. That's where we learn about Nancy having her stress <gasps> yes. fracture and, and leaving. Oh yes, yeah. Um, but okay, tell me what you think about that part. Um, so I titled this, Gary, uh, Nancy takes herself out. <laughs> she does. Um, she basically says to Gary, hey, um, I see that you have these deep connections with other, with a certain group of women, and I do not think that I'm in that group. Right. And Gary's response was, I'm not going to dispute that. Yeah. Um, I do think that she was hoping um, that he would say, no, 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 that's Stay. not true because, mm -hmm. um, you know, she was like, oh, like she had a little bit of a reaction. Yeah. Um, the women are crying their eyes out when she leaves. Like yeah. these women are getting so much out of this experience. Like so. that has nothing to do with Gary at all, but just in this sisterhood, yes. it's, it's so incredible. Like I wish my mom had a group of girlfriends that they could all my mom is on a trip to new orleans right now How though fun. with a girlfriend <laughs> um but like this this looks like them returning to their you know girlhood yes. and their their themselves before their marriage before their kids who they they are with the experience but yes. like but like together it's beautiful it is it is i love seeing it and exactly like you said like they already have the experience and now they're just enjoying 
um, the, com the com camaraderie and the um, companionship that you can get from your girlfriends. Yeah. You know? All the time. And, like, yes. even if you have a lot of other supports, like, yeah. this is a special relationship it is. between women. You could tell that they're really soaking that in. So one thing about Nancy, though. So Nancy, um, I really liked her for Gary. Um, I know in the previous episodes when they did um like the wedding episode mm -hmm. and she really had a reaction to it because she hadn't worn a wedding dress in a long time and gary connecting with her on that part like i really wanted i was rooting for them mm -hmm. yeah i was rooting for them too I but was, you but... know if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be and it's gonna go quick it's like i mean i think that you know people are like if you know you know right but, like, when you're older, you definitely, I'm guessing, can, like, look at two things next to each other and be like, that one. <laughs> a lot quicker. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I want to go back to a couple things yeah. before that. Mm -hmm. um, Gar so we find out Sa Sandra's sick from her ice cream. Yeah, really. She's lactose. Because yes. she's, like, done everything <laughs> that everybody else has never done. Exactly. Um, but she's okay because she already has a yes, rose, so yes. we're not even worried about her. Yes. Um, Gary pulls Susan, Chris Jenner. Yes. <laughs> um, who I just love her outfit in this, that pink jumpsuit oh, thing. That was such a look. Yes. And I'm like, yes, bold color, like a column of fabric, flow, mm -hmm. neck up here. It was such a look. I love I her. loved that look. Mm -hmm. And then he gives her a pink stone yes. and she's wearing a pink outfit. Yes. Like I was like. This and also, I was like, "Is Gary a, a crystal hippie?" Right? I know, I know, and like, I loved that about him that he but, gave her that. <laughs> but do we think that was his idea, or was that production's oh. idea? Is she into that? And he found out and did that for her. Like that was out of nowhere. It for was me. out of nowhere. Just him with Susan was kind of out of nowhere, and then to do that, all of that. Yeah, you're right. Um, we need to find out if it was. And then they make out. They do. And I was like, uh -huh. damn, Gary's getting it in. Gary is Like, he did it. not have to make out or give gifts, but he did. Well, I was just, I didn't realize he had that kind of affection or those feelings right? for Susan. They haven't been on a one-on-one. -on -one -on -one. So, I don't yeah. know. It, it felt out of nowhere. It did. Meanwhile, we see Kathy, mm -hmm. like, stewing, getting nervous. <laughs> She's looking around, like, what's everybody doing? Where's yep. everybody's attention? Um, and then Ellen talks about an interview, how she, she's got like new feelings ignited and she pulls Gary aside yes. and they have such a sweet they thing. They do. I think she's top two. She's got to be top two. Well, that is the scene that they did the cold entry or what do you call it when they, um, that did, was the cold open. The cold it? open. Is that what happened? Literally? Mind you. Yeah. With I Ellen. just, I just need to say that I am really liking the daytime rose ceremonies. Oh my God. Yes. I don't notice the difference, honestly. Like well, they can do this forever. And I literally <laughs> don't notice the difference. They have light, like natural light. Like, and, yes. well, and I love too that, um, well, as far as I, it looks like to me, there isn't that much alcohol involved. Mm -hmm. And I love that too. Yeah. Gary drinks orange something. We don't yeah. know what's in it. Metamucil. But <laughs> I don't know. I would not be drinking in that environment. Like, no, that I seems, wouldn't either. Again, that's like a youthful, I feel like that's a youthful mistake to be like, I'm in a really high pressured situation. Yeah. Get off my game with the alcohol. I don't know why. I don't think you should be drinking in these. And I hate that they provide 
that like on um yeah Paradise. I mean, it, it's good for tv but like it's not good no, for the goal of the show if not. they're trying to meet people yes um but yeah him and ellen have this one-on-one yes it's really tender and she says i i'm falling in love with you yes like she full-on says i am falling in love with you and that was big it was and he had a good reaction to he it did um I loved that for them. <laughs> she says she didn't know she was capable. Mm-hmm. Um, they kiss. Mm-hmm. And Gary talks about in his interview about how this was the first time since his wife that he's kind of heard those words. Yeah. And she goes back to the girls. He's just quietly glowing, clearly happy, but she's keeping it to herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cute. I thought it was all it was all good. Yeah, I did too. I I'm, I, I like her. She's, she's in my, definitely, I think, a top contender mm-hmm. well then we have the rose ceremony yes sandra's not there gary goes up to visit her in her room <laughs> which i thought was a little bit of a weird scene i feel like i wouldn't want to be on camera if i was Me either so i mean we could have just heard that in an interview yeah. we didn't need to see that yeah so we've got the rose ceremony kathy's stressed out yes there's eight women and six roses i believe it's gone really fast. It has, but because they didn't have a lot of girl, a lot of women, mm-hmm. and in the other bachelors or bachelorettes, they have like thirty girls on the first night. Well, not thirty, but it seems like they had a lot less for Golden Bachelor, which they should. Yeah, it's better. It we, is. We've gotten to know them really, exactly. like, pretty well. Yeah. I feel like- that's why I feel like it's going fast because I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get an interview with Kathy talking about how she's stressed and yeah. uh, talks <laughs> she knows about she's going she, home. <laughs> she's like, we had a rough convo. Me and Gary had a rough convo. And yeah, like, yeah, you're going home. Yeah, the vibe was like off. The vibe was definitely off. Yeah. He didn't like that mean girl shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he starts giving out the roses. Uh, the first one goes to Ellen. Who yes. Who we know is like a top contender. Yes. The second one goes to Faith, which, again, I feel like kind of like I don't know her well yet. No. Um, I think they need a date. I'm, she's definitely going to get a one-on-one next week. Like, she has to. Because who else is left? Well, Susan also needs a one-on-one. Susan. You're right. Because, yeah, out of everybody who's still left, let's see. Do you think they'll do the two-on-one? Oh, God, I hope not. I know those are the worst. Usually that's when something's going bad, but <laughs> Ellen gets a rose, Faith gets a rose, Susan gets a rose. Mm-hmm. Uh and And then Teresa. Teresa gets a rose. Yes. So we get Kathy getting cut, which we knew about. Yes. April I was a little more surprised by, but I get that like maybe we are seeing more of her than he is. I think so too. Like the relationship is more between like her and the girls and I her and, and us. Yeah, yeah. So she leaves. She says she's had no regrets and that she's ready for love. Yes. And similarly, Kathy leaves. And uh, on this one, Gary's like, can I walk you out? Because clearly uh-huh. he feels like he needs to give her some kind of personal send off because mm-hmm. they've had so many one on ones. Right. <laughs> and she's in the car and she says, I am who I am. Yeah. And she goes, look at this. Who can say no? (laughs) And I just love the attitude that these women have. Like, everybody on their way out is like, it's been a good experience. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) It's not so demoralized like they are on the usual Bachelor where they're like, I'll never find love. Why won't anyone pick me? me? (laughs) Why don't 
they pick me? What's wrong it's with me? me? I'm the problem, obviously. Like <laughs> these women have so much more perspective. Yes, and I love it's that. refreshing. Yes, because yeah, I, I don't. I mean, has anyone cried yet going home? Joan, who went home because of her oh, daughter's right. um, baby, baby, and like postpartum situation. She did, but I think that, again, like, she's just a happy crier, I think, because she was also saying that, like, this has given her a new feeling about who she is and 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 more confidence. Yes, and that she can still find love. I know a lot of them have said that. Um, And that's the end of the episode. That is. Now, real quick, Mm. do you think there are any contenders for Golden Bachelorette? In the whole group that's left? Yes. Um, let's see. This is a tough one. I kind of want to watch a few more episodes before I, because I really hope they do a Golden Bachelorette. Like, oh my God, to. me too. Like, because all any of these women would be really good, but I know that if they do it, they have to I think to do Leslie it. is the Golden you Bachelor. You think so? Mm-hmm. And I think Ellen is the winner. I'm calling it now. Stop. I think Ellen ends up with him. Uh-huh. Um, Teresa, she's got it. She's going. She's like, I'm sorry. I think she's a sweetheart, but I think that um, I just don't think – I don't see a lot of depth in their relationship. Um, Susan, we haven't seen them together yet. I know, yet. and I want them. I want – Faith is too insecure. She is. I'm not seeing her either as the Golden Bachelorette mm-hmm. or as the one he picks. Yeah, I, yeah. She's sorry, Faith. Go home. Yeah. So supposedly next week, the girls who get the roses, uh, it's going to be hometowns, right? Or are they? They're not doing hometowns. They're choosing who's going to do hometowns. Yes, and usually it's four people. On. Yes. Four so people. Who, give me your four. I know you gave me your winners and stuff, but give me your four. Who's going to hometown? Yes. Um, I think Leslie and Ellen because mm-hmm. they're the top two. Okay. Um, and I have a feeling he's going to keep checking out Faith. So I think Faith is getting a hometown. Okay. Ellen, Leslie, Faith, and then I have one more. Uh, I mean, either Sandra or Susan. I think Teresa's out. Really? Yeah. Okay, so let me borrow your the pen. Who do you think? So my for hometowns, I think Ellen and Leslie for sure. Mm-hmm. Teresa and Susan. Really? Yes. Those are my picks for hometown. Um, because then from there, I think he's gonna keep Ellen, Leslie, and Susan, and then pick Ellen. You think Susan's top three? <laughs> yeah. I don't think Susan's top three. I want her to be top three. I do too. And I think her hometown would be great. Right? Like if I got to pick the hometowns, yeah. I would want to go to Sandra and Susan's hometown. Definitely Sandra. So if I was I mean, picking Susan. hometowns, I would say Sandra, Susan, and then Leslie and Alan. That's my dream episode for like <laughs> hometowns. But I think that there's more. I think he's going to explore more with Faith. I just have a feeling. Yeah, and then something, like, she's going to tell him something. Like, I wonder what her trauma is. And then they're going to have a really good one-on-one date. This insecurity thing is throwing me off, too, because she came in really hot. And, like, first impression impression rose, you know, she she really made an impression on him and the other women. And she's kind of just fallen back in the shadows. And actually, in this episode, she brings that up. Mm-hmm. Gary and her talk for a little bit. And... 
she, um, she said, yeah, did you notice that um, I didn't, like, when the girls came up to you, run up to you, I kind of stayed back. And mm -hmm. he's like, I have noticed that. I think that's going to kill her vibe with so. him. Okay. Yeah, I think he's going to be turned off by that. Yeah. Well, I really hope Susan gets a date next week. Um, so, wait, let's predict next week. Because okay. Let's see. We've got six women. Mm -hmm. We've already got three dates that have happened. So yes. we still need a date from Sandra. And Susan. Susan and... Faith. Faith. Mm -hmm. Sandra, Susan, and Faith. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't predict... Um, Roses? A group date. You don't predict a group date? He's had one-on-ones with the other three. I feel like it's going to be maybe like a two-on-one and a one-on-one. -on -one. So if he has two dates, that's unless, two roses. Unless they're only doing three hometowns. They always do four. That means he's cutting Teresa. I don't I want I want to go see. I think he's cutting Teresa. Family. Oh my God. I am so I'm sorry. I am not curious about You're Teresa. not. <laughs> I'm not curious about her. Like she's fine. She's boring to you or kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Well, I really want to see Susan. Yeah. Susan looks like she has an interesting life. Oh, like, yeah. I want to see these lives. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So if we have two dates, mm -hmm. and if we do, who would they want to put against each other? That's what I'm thinking. I'm I thinking... think Susan and Sandra. No. Yeah. I think so, because I think Faith, he's not going to put Faith on a two-on-one because she's no. too insecure. Yeah. He's going to want to, like, ask her more in-depth questions. Yeah, and, like, like get her walls down a little bit mm -hmm. more. But Sandra and Susan are both firecrackers. They, are. they can They can balance each other and that out. that would be a good date, too. It would be a great date. He would get to know them both more. And, like, at the end, I think it would be fine to be like, you know, I think that I have a stronger connection with so I feel like he could have that conversation right. with the other one. Yes. Okay. That's my prediction for next week. We get a two-on-one with Sandra and Susan. We get a one-on-one -on -one with Faith. And we get lots of house banter with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see more of the girls, mm -hmm. like, at home, like, in their pajamas, like they were doing when they were eating ice cream. Mm -hmm. I love that. It was I love great. That. Yes. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Well, then... So that was episode four. Mm -hmm. Next week is hometowns, and we'll just have to recap next week. We'll see who's the winner between me and you <laughs> in our predictions. Yes, okay, because I do have – I wrote everything down. Uh, mine are pretty strong. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure if you made any, like, hardcore ones. You think Teresa's staying, though. I think Teresa is staying. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I really hope she doesn't, but I think she is going to stay. I mean, no stay. hate, Teresa. No hate. No hate no to hate. Teresa. I, I do really like all of the She's women. She's so nice. Like, they're all great, but just in a matchy way. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much thank for, for um, yes. And if no one has told you guys today, watch the batch, the golden bachelor and watch some past episodes. You can find it on Hulu and whatever. I think it's streaming on Hulu, but anyway, um, yeah, tune in and let us know what you think about it. Have a wonderful day, Bye. everyone. Bye. <laughs>